0: We've, we, we don't have kids and we have dates like that. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's not bad
1: because a free time in Target, that's a dream.
0: Is, uh, I'm glad someone said it.
2: Dear Chris, I'm so distracted by your beard.
3: Oh, uh, I trimmed it today for, for both of you.
2: <laughs> it looks really good. I mean, you got it. That's like that's very, nice, that's it's like solid opaque.
0: a You've got a really, you've got a strong soul patch transition from like (laughs) the lift down. That's very, it's power, it's almost intimidating.
3: It's a lot of uh, petting. You have to pet it and, and, you know, take care of it.
1: Yeah, his just goes out though. You can grow
3: a beard.
0: I can grow a beard? Oh, you mean like a legit, oh, so you're basically saying I have like a wannabe beard.
3: Well, from afar, it looks like you could grow a really, really big beard.
0: So you're saying that I could grow a real man's beard.
3: No, I'm just saying, you uh, it's a little <laughs> short right now. So.
0: I, God, nice. I was, nice.
3: She, she things, she's like, I can't breathe. Your mustache is suffocating.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So, quick intro. <laughs> welcome back to dear shandy listeners hello andy
0: hello i mean good evening good
2: evening it is late this is the latest for sure we've ever done one of these Mm -hmm. but we would move mountains to accommodate our love fest couple today who are so lovely to join us we are joined by bachelor nation royalty in my opinion one of did i just hear a snicker (laughs) no but for real i think that they're just really one of the franchise's best couples
0: they're the pre the first they were the last pre-social media
2: oh that's yeah that's actually kind of true you guys were really sort of on that cusp
0: congratulations
2: Um, yeah (laughs) (laughs) of course we're talking about desiree and chris and desiree by the way has a lovely podcast called heart of purpose Mm -hmm. which i want to hear a bit about before we get into all the questions. Do you mind sharing about it?
1: Sure, sure. I just, um, it was right around when COVID hit. So I thought what better way to bring hope than to bring some like encouraging and inspiring messages and interviews. So that's truly why I started Heart of Purpose so that you can live with a heart of purpose every day. And it spells out hope.
2: I love it. Oh, It's Mm. just so positive. (laughs) But yeah, you guys really are just, I think, I mean, you're personally one of my favorite couples simply because you really didn't, you're not sellouts.
0: <laughs> Charlene does talk about you guys quite often.
2: But you know, I mean, it does happen with a lot of couples. They change yeah. and they kind of chase the limelight. And I really love how you guys pretty much went on TV, found each other and then went back.
4: Yes.
1: yes, that's exactly what we did. And that's exactly why it worked.
0: It's amazing. You met. You met on TV the way most people would meet just at a bar. That's true. That's yeah, true, and yeah, that's very. Yeah. I, I think they're kind of almost one of a kind.
2: I mean, it really is the way it should work, frankly. Right. When you don't have yeah. all the other yeah. bells and
3: whistles. 25 dudes. <laughs>
0: one I always, yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Standard protocol. Okay, so we're going to start off at the very beginning. We're going to go all the way back to 2013.
1: Oh my!
4: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: were oh, your first impressions of each other, and how have those changed, if at all?
1: Yes. Well, I mean the first impression, so, you know, all the guys are like all dressed up in suits and I don't know. It makes everyone feel kind of stuffy. (laughs) I don't know. Like for me personally, I want to see guys in like their everyday clothes. Mm -hmm. So that's why the first night was always kind of tough to really get like personality. Um, But I loved, he did the cutest intro where he got down on one knee and then um, he just said, what did you say exactly? I already forget it was 2013
3: uh, and <laughs> <laughs> i told her i wanted to get off on the right foot I was oh on the right. very yeah. good nice like
1: got doesn't want me but to tie his shoe and so i thought that was really cute but um i didn't get to see his personality really unfold until like throughout i feel like on the show also like he's really quirky and funny and witty and I feel like the show just took his like serious side and like the romantic side, which is great. But they, we didn't get to see a lot of Chris on the show. Um, you it's funny.
2: it's yeah. funny when people say that about your season because this, this is, I mean, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but I did watch your season. And Chris, not to make you uncomfortable, but you were my crush on Desiree season. Oh,
4: cute. And Cheers. <laughs> you're
2: like, what? I just,
0: I've never heard I about, heard about this.
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's just funny. Like, as I actually thought you were hilarious. And I agree. He didn't get the airtime, I think, that he deserved, especially considering he won. And that's a story for another day. But I can see how you just sort of would want more, especially considering it's supposed to represent your love story.
1: Yeah, totally. I feel like they kind of just took more of the drama, which, I mean, granted, it's TV. They're going to do that. Um, (laughs) They're going to take more of the drama than more of the, like, normal conversation that Chris and I were having, you know, I feel like we were kind of like, he was my friend from the get-go. And that really allowed us to walk through each week, like a normal couple and not just thrown into like, you know, you know, the show, Charlene.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the greatest, I think one of the greatest episodes that you didn't get to see a lot of, you didn't get to see any of it was when we were in, (laughs) Uh, Madeira we had a almost a two-hour boat ride to and from the oh, date yeah. that was and none of it was wow. filmed wow and that is like some serious like just bonding time like we had like four hours of just talking and hanging out and I mean granted you're on a yacht <laughs> I mean yeah, so yeah. you know I mean? <laughs> we actually got to we actually got to talk and no one really disturbed us so that was yeah. an, that was an awesome date because it was Less about the message in the bottle, throwing it off of this like remote island, right? And more about the fact that we actually got one-on-one time.
2: That's Hmm. actually really rare. Don't they usually...
0: That sounds so strange. I thought they were just on top of you all the time.
2: Well, I was about to say, (laughs) normally when there are no cameras, don't they sort of discourage you from even talking to each other?
3: So There was a lot of wind, too, though, because we were going fast. Mm. So I don't know if the camera game... I I don't know if the camera game would have really worked that well, but... Mm. Loophole. You, yeah. Got, yeah.
2: you got ahead of that fantasy suite private time, which is...
4: Yeah. The
1: yeah.
2: Okay, so Chris, your first impressions of Des and then how those have changed, if at all. <laughs>
3: um. So leading up to the show, I had dated, right? Plenty of... And it was... That was fine. Oh, but
4: plenty. I, well, <laughs> whatever.
3: Anyway, so
4: um,
3: I knew what I was looking for going into the show and not having talked to her before, like she fit the mold of what I was interested in. Right. Yeah. I had a little bit of background. And then as I got to talk with her, I was like, gosh, this is exactly someone like you said earlier, but this is exactly someone I would walk up to at a bar and talk to and hope it work out. Right. And then we start to, then we would actually get into conversation and I mean, I was interested, so I knew, I knew probably like, I think it was like three or four episodes in a couple dates and I'm like, okay, I could, I could make this work. I could try and make this work and see if it, you know, it's something that yeah. would last. She was way more calm than I was. Um, <laughs> she was driven. She knew what she wanted, um, in both relationship and life. She had already had all that set up where, kind of. well, I mean, yeah. You knew what you wanted to do. You knew where you wanted to be. What, yeah. Crazy enough, she want she had always thought she would be in the Northwest, and then yeah. she came to the Northwest. So that kind of just yeah. you know clicked. But and she was beautiful, right? She <laughs> is beautiful. Right. She's still beautiful. Thank you, babe. Uh, <laughs> And she paid attention. So one thing that was really cool too on on the show was. Um, I didn't need to be taught, so I like group dates, right? Like I didn't need to be talking to her, but I, she and I both recognized each other, right? We knew we were each other were in the room,
4: mm-hmm.
3: so that was like that. Um, what do they call that? Um, I don't know. Like talking, but you're not. Um, but you know you're there. A uh, cue. I don't know, you're paying attention to every um, person, but you're not necessarily in that conversation. Whatever. Yeah,
2: you're, you're sort of like, I, I know what Meat you mean. You
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, well, and that's actually pretty special for you to feel that way, even in that setting, yeah. Chris.
1: Yeah, but that's a, that had to do a lot with Chris. So he was a former athlete, and I think because of that, he'll say it too, like he's, he he can easily compartmentalize.
3: Was able to better usually okay. like,
4: nice. mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and- <laughs> <laughs> so during the show he could compartmentalize so he could be like this is my relationship with her this is my relationship with the guys and this is my re- this is her relationship with the guys yeah so he didn't like need to like be all over me because he felt so confident he would always be the one that could be like in a distance but he, I, he'd always look to see where I was and so we could always connect eyes and it, it was just always like a a nice little, like, I see you, I got you, but I don't need to be, like, throwing myself at you.
3: In
2: that setting, that's particularly refreshing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so any n- no first impressions have changed, really? None?
3: Oh, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure. holding
2: <laughs> you to my question. I want to know. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: okay, I would say that Chris, at first, because he was witty and... No actually I think I, I think it's the same maybe just a little he's a little more type A than I thought but
3: pretty high strung.
1: he's pretty high-strung more than I thought but i <laughs> but I'm so calm so that's why we work
3: she she's really hard to teach or be t- tell her what to do yeah, you don't tell me what to do <laughs> so, I like didn't know that <laughs>
0: should have found that out first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trial by fire.
2: <laughs> I mean, you guys are the first couple we've had on that has been together even longer than us. We're at the seven-year mark. And you're also uh, our first couple with kids, so we're very excited about that.
3: Yes. Congrats to you too. Yes. Thanks. Well,
2: thank you. Seven-year itch. I think we're going to make it. We just
0: it. passed it by like two days.
2: Getting over that hurdle.
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so how would you say you compliment each other
3: so she's really good at bath time i'm really good at taking out the trash during <laughs> bath time no that's a real thing though That's actually. A real thing. oh I, I i
0: can imagine yeah
1: yeah that's a real thing no i think like what we were saying before so um i'm more calm in situations where he can be more high strung and then sometimes with the kids i could be a little more like you know, high strung, and then he's more calm. So it's like his strengths are my weaknesses and my strengths are his weaknesses. So it's pretty crazy how it works out. That She's
3: way. normally way more calm with the kiddos. Like, yeah. you know, and that's just a prod I mean, that's patience. something I'm constantly trying to work. Yeah. Patience. That's, some, patience. that's something I'm trying to work on because works on my mind more than it necessarily should be. So I need to learn to shut it off. And I think a lot of people can relate to that hmm. or at least someone or maybe both in the, in the dynamic, but yeah. Yeah. And so that's just, that's just my own insecurity that I've got to work on, but, um,
1: Des, are you okay with just,
3: I have to walk the trash down like a quarter freaking mile, So it's like, we just moved. So this yeah, is yeah, all moved, new to us. So we gotta- <laughs> we were,
1: really? we were, okay. Now we're country folks. So <laughs>
0: wow. A quarter mile for the trash.
3: Uh, it's, He's
1: exaggerating. Uh, well,
3: it's 200, it's 250 paces. I, I paced it out. So it's not yeah, It's about
0: 750 long. feet. Probably.
3: Uh, strides.
0: Strides. You have a good stride.
3: Good strides. healthy <laughs> okay, okay. strides. You
0: have a nice seven foot stride. Okay. So, uh,
2: okay. Uh, so the ways in which you compliment each other, would you say you were specifically looking for those traits when you were dating or did you sort of know it when you found it?
1: No. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, because like, I think when you're, <laughs> I think when you're dating. Or even just like before you meet the one, like you have this checklist of what you think you need, and then when you meet the one, you realize the things that you actually need that you didn't know you needed.
2: Yeah, if that that's makes what
0: sense. you always say.
2: I mean, I think there's a lot to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I always yeah. think that there's a, such a difference between like needs and wants, and I think people confuse the two when they're looking.
1: Lust over love, too. I think if we're in lust, then we really just only think about the wants and not the needs. So, mm-hmm. I yes, definitely sure. agree.
0: Although opposites, I always find that when the opposites are in a relationship, it's very lustful. What I just things? think that two people who are opposites often have more of a sexual, there's like a sexual dynamic there. It's more powerful. Oh, interesting. Is that wrong?
2: Do you I agree or disagree? I'm
0: sorry. Now I you <laughs> I, I, what, I put you guys in a spot. It? Now you basically have to air <laughs> your yeah, dirty no sex no laundry. <laughs>
3: no uh, I would I'm going to think. Yeah,
1: I think so. I, yeah, think... I
3: could see how if two people are exact, like too similar.
1: Yeah. Like, oh yeah, go ahead.
3: <laughs> then they may be too a- appeasing.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right.
1: Mm-hmm. If you're
3: talking sexually, I think they could be like, Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? But it's like you're <laughs> two opposites. You're both looking for something. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. and And yeah. also you're just, you're not, you know, the less familiar you are with your partner, the more, I find there's a little more sexual. I agree. Energy. Like the novelty. Yeah. It's
2: intriguing. So so
0: when your partner becomes incredibly familiar, I think this, you know, just naturally this the sexual dynamism goes down a touch. But
2: what are you getting at? I'm
0: not saying anything. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> familiar. Are you too
1: familiar with me? I'll
0: show you something new. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> okay, turn the cameras off. <laughs> cameras off. And, Bye. <laughs> yes.
2: You hijacked my my serious question sorry, sorry, to go. talk go. about sex. Please.
0: I, I always take it to the gutter. That's he Andy does
2: prepare yourself. Yeah, I was
0: waiting for an opening. I was just waiting. I was like, come on, you can do this. You can do that. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right, go ahead.
2: So were any specific traits that you were looking for that you did indeed find in your partner?
1: Um, he's super thoughtful. I think that's something that I wanted and he's more thoughtful than I ever met in a man. So that's pretty awesome.
2: That's a great one. It was good. Yeah. Underrated. It seems too obvious. People don't say thoughtful. True. Really? What do they say? I feel like people talk more in these, like, broader scales. Like, it's like, oh, driven. It's it's less yeah. about the little things. It's, like, thoughtful is so... It's almost overused as a word and as an adjective.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That you almost overlook it. It's almost like a given. But it's actually not a given.
1: No, not at all. Especially having been pregnant and having had young, you know, babies, like you need a man who's going to be thoughtful because I, as I'm taking care of the babies, like he would be like, Oh, does she need water? Do you need food? Are you comfortable? And so, you know, it's like, those are the things that actually matter when you're in the trenches of it Mm. um, over being like, I don't know. Super hot or something. You're still super yeah, hot. Yeah. No. But- well, Thought- no <laughs> yeah. No.
0: He's super thoughtful. Super on. thoughtful. He <laughs> meant super thoughtful. Just keep it there. Yeah. You
3: what know? uh, uh, thoughtful's uh, cousin is forgetful too, so I do still forget things. He does. Yes.
1: But- <laughs> he has a terrible memory uh, too.
3: But it's selective.
2: How about you? were you specifically looking for? You know, you said Desiree's calm. Is that something you sought, or is it something you're like? Now that you have it, you're like, "Oh yeah, I really need that."
3: I would say that I was looking for someone who was a little bit more confident and grounded. Prior to the show, I was kind of all over the place, and mm-hmm. she she totally brings that, and she still brings that to through the relationship, like grounded, c- certainly grounded. Like, oh, that's nice.
1: You don't think so? <laughs> well, no. In the like, way you're saying it, she knows what she,
3: yeah. So from from work, right. She knows exactly what she wants and she's going to try and do everything she can to, to do it. Right. So she's very driven, driven. but, but, <laughs> but from the fact that like, I mean, how many people do you know out of high school knew exactly what they wanted to do and it's, and are mm-hmm. still trying to chase that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's her, like her mission yeah. right now. Um,
2: it's almost envy inducing. It's a real luxury. Like it just to be, to have that kind of yeah, certainty.
0: You don't appreciate it. Well, and especially in this day and age. Where, no, not, not, I'm not accusing you. I'm just saying there's no way you can fully appreciate that without <laughs> seeing the other side, which yeah, is far more common. Think, yeah.
3: Typically, the, the idea is like a lot of people don't know what they want. That's totally fine, right? We've, we're throwing so much information out at us at all times mm. and how much we can change our thought. And we're job hopping every year or two, right? And like, you know, she hasn't fluttered at all from what she wants. She's expanded mm. on it. But yeah, so, I mean, that was very attractive to me.
2: Um, it's shockingly hard to find that actually. mm -hmm. And
1: like I said, Des, I hope you appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny. I mean, it's things that you don't realize because like, you know, and when I was in high school, I guess I didn't realize until like, you you know, late twenties when I had friends who were like 10 years older and they still didn't know what they wanted to do. And so I started to realize like, it's a, you know, it, it's, it is rare, and so I do truly appreciate it and I appreciate it because I had to work for it. So I, I've come from very humble beginnings. And when I was in my twenties, like I was living paycheck to paycheck. And so I think that's a difference to where I can appreciate it because I didn't, I wasn't just given it, you know, like I had to work for it. And so I think there's something to be said about that too. Mm-hmm, absolutely.
0: Sure. I wanted to be a baseball player in high school. That was literally, I'm not I'm not like, it wasn't fantasy. It was like, I'm going to be a baseball player. That's my job. So Chris that didn't work. That player. didn't work he, out. He I'm was sorry. a. No, I, oh, you, that was your sport, baseball?
3: No, go. Keep, you can keep going now. So it <laughs> I is. mean, it's a, just it such a,
0: a sad story. Yes, it clearly didn't work out. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <great. laughs> yeah. I got into a really bad car accident, like right in my senior year of high school. And I always used to say like, oh, yeah, the car accident. That was ruined my baseball career. That's
2: the reason. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: definitely the reason. Not because I was a 152-pound Jewish kid from New York. It had nothing to do with it. But uh, anyway, my point is is that I had uh, no no direction in high school. I'm envious of you.
3: Mm-hmm. I didn't have any direction in high school. I didn't have any she, she just had an idea. She knew what she wanted. She went to school for what she wanted, yeah. and then she's still doing what she went to school for. Like.
0: Amazing.
2: All right, Andy, are you ready to discuss our favorite bidet a little more?
0: As always, yeah. <laughs>
2: I keep thinking we'll run out of things to say about the Hello Tushy Bidet, but then we just keep up and coming up with things.
0: What is there not to say about it?
2: <laughs> That's true. I mean, it really does tick off all the boxes. It does. It's good for the environment. It's good for cleanliness. It's convenient.
0: It's a good conversation starter, too. Ooh. Yeah. We haven't thought of that one yet.
2: <laughs> no, we haven't. You just took that in a new direction. Yeah, you have
0: guests they come over. It's, you're all socially awkward because you haven't really socialized in like a year.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah, and you're like, oh hey, what's yeah, happening on your Let's talk about
0: this. What's <laughs> over here, huh? <laughs> yeah,
2: and you're out of practice, so that's the thing you would choose. Yeah,
0: sure. <laughs> so you have a nice chat about uh, Hello Toshi and all the things it does for for the world and for the environment and for our our rear ends,
2: our rear ends, which need a little care.
0: A lot more than they get.
2: <laughs> yeah, currently I feel like our rear ends get pretty much zero care.
0: It's just amazing that we've come so far as a, as a human race with technology in all areas of life. Except in this department, we're stuck in the Middle Ages.
2: I, I honestly think in the old days they used leaves, which is not that different if you think about it.
0: <laughs> no, our rear end cleaning technology is stuck pre-Renaissance it's 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 ridiculous
2: all right well if you want to update your bathroom and rear-end cleaning situation Mm -hmm. you can get the Hello Tushy bidet in your life and your bathroom by going to hellotushy.com slash shandy for 10% off plus free shipping
0: yeah so get 10% off plus free shipping and get your butt clean right yes At hellotushy.com slash Shandy.
2: That's hellotushy.com
0: slash Shandy. What position did you play in baseball? I was a pitcher. Me too. Yeah. All right. End of conversation. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's it. What what was your best pitch?
3: (laughs) Uh, Slider.
0: Slider. Oh, nice. Slider's a satisfying pitch. Just slices off your fingers. Beautiful.
3: It's very satisfying. Yeah. It is. That's really good to put it, actually.
0: Yeah, I read that late break. I had I had a good slider for like an hour in high school. I remember it was one day I was just throwing at the catcher. I was like, Oh my god, I could throw a slider! And like a week later, it was gone.
3: <laughs> and
1: figured it out.
0: Yeah, it's just I was too mental. Chris, anyway. you must throw a good frisbee. Yeah, you throw a frisbee. I can
1: throw a frisbee. He can throw, I can a fris- throw a frisbee. Yeah, he can play any sport.
3: He's
0: good. No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. No, no, I didn't mean that. I
3: meant all right. Let's not talk about me.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, I like the way you just like throw the frisbee in there, like the-
2: <laughs> Well, I always figured you're so Andy's freakishly good at frisbee, and I assume it's because you were a pitcher.
0: I, I don't know if they're connected, but maybe uh, slightly, maybe it's been
2: Andy's his pursuit in our relationship is to teach me how to throw good Frisbee simply so that he has someone to play.
0: Charlene, I I am proud to say that I have taught Charlene to be one of the best female Frisbee throwers. I would guess in the entire city.
4: What? <laughs> I, I me.
0: mean, no, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like every other girlfriend I've had, like when they throw the Frisbee, it like literally goes completely vertical and then just hits the ground <laughs> like a knife. Like that's the best throw. She's got like consistent, long, perfect throws it's incredible like people in the park stop to watch her. i have frisbee. to admit
2: some of them do stop and look
0: yeah they're just like that doesn't make any sense
2: <laughs> okay okay we're gonna we're gonna move on and stop talking about oh, our yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> we're all like tired and a little loopy i think and yeah. it's funny <laughs> okay so we're gonna get more into conflict resolution what was an early hurdle in your relationship and how did you overcome it
1: communication I would say. Um,
2: I love the lack of hesitation with that.
1: Yeah, I'm like communication for sure. Um, But mainly on my part, which is usually surprising, you know, usually it's like the guy can't like emotion, you know, be emotional or communicate, but no, I actually struggled with it. But he, um, because he's more like, like get to the point, like very firm. And I
3: come from a family that just says anything. Yeah. We all just say whatever's on our mind.
1: Yeah. And so I, and I've always been sensitive to tone and sensitive to like harsh words, but really it's not harsh words. It was just like critique Mm. or you could do this, you know, like just things that are normal to him were kind of like hard for me to realize that I needed to work on like my acceptance of what he's saying.
2: Not taking it personally.
1: Yeah. And then also working on staying in a conversation when it, when I didn't want to, because I just, my, my response is just, I cry. I have an emotional response to everything. I think it's because I just was never taught how to communicate. Like my parents never fought. I've never, I've always run from conflict. So it's just, um, it's been great. Obviously we're, you know, eight years in, so I've slowly learned to allow some critique in
4: <laughs>
1: hmm. i'm still stubborn but um yeah so i would say early on that's one thing that we had to work on especially because he was in a job that was s- stressful so he'd come home stressed and then i was overwhelmed with everything you know like opportunities which are great but it was also extremely overwhelming and stressful so we especially like the
4: beginning.
1: yeah the beginning we were both just stressed out to the max and so that's why i think the communication styles um were brought to light so quickly because we were both so stressed.
2: Got it.
0: Is that a good segue for my favorite question?
2: Well, I first want to hear, Chris, do you concur? Or is there another early hurdle that you felt?
3: No, I think that was, I think, you know, the easy answer is, yeah, I agree with that, right? (laughs)
4: Like
3: she said, like, I was so open with just saying whatever. And she, she wasn't used to having conversation about, confrontation, you know, and it doesn't have to be bad, like mm-hmm. heavy confrontation, right? Like it's, why don't you want to go to the dinner there, right? <laughs> like no stuff like you know, it it doesn't have it not have to be heavy, but anything, it was just more avoiding as, um, as yeah. a whole. So we're still working on that, but
1: yeah, I would say so. That's a great early hurdle, are, Sorry. Yeah, those are just things that are ingrained in you, you know, from however you were brought up or even past experiences or maybe hurts or pains or are things that you've experienced that kind of affect the way you communicate and um so yeah it's things that you have to like I didn't know I was stubborn (laughs) until him and so through that I learned okay this what are my triggers like and, and then why, why am I being triggered? And so I could like go back to like my childhood or even like so many things of why I am the way I am. So then I could reflect and work on those things. Not that I like worked on them right away, but I'm like, you know, it's a process. There's two things. Um, but we both need things to work on. Like, so, <laughs>
2: so. I know he's conspicuously quiet over there about the things he needs to work on.
1: <laughs> I think.
3: Uh, the first, uh, shoot, I forgot the second thing. The first thing I was going to say is that it was so noticeable tonight when we were playing outside with the boys, like Asher is so, um, similar to her in that he does not want to be told what to do. And he's four and he's already like, don't tell me how to do it. I'll do it myself. I'm like, you're not doing it right, bro. Like you're just not doing it right. Like I need to show you. And then his two-year-old brother's over there, like hitting a golf ball in the air and he, he's, but he's so, so. What my They're point? They're so different. Yeah, my point is like that is totally coming through. Like she was, she's, you know, she does not want to be told what to do, right? She wants to figure it out on her own, and she's going to come to the conclusion on her own, which is totally cool. Like that doesn't matter. She's like, just independent. Yeah, she's independent, but it's totally in our son. It's totally in our little one of our little boys. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's the crazy. other one, bikes his brother, little shithead. <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: But Des, that's a good point. I do feel like, you know, coming to terms with those things about your own stubbornness, for example, or the fact that you don't necessarily want to confront conflict head on, you know, you sort of want to leave the conversation. Sometimes it's the right relationship that does make you come to terms with it because that's the relationship you're not going to just leave. Yeah,
1: totally. Uh, Well, in past relationships, we were both passive. Oh, I know what I
3: was going to
1: say. And so... I didn't have any room to really discover my weaknesses because we were both just too like too passive. Mm -hmm. So he's not passive. And so it was really forcing me to like see things in myself that I had never wanted to see. Maybe.
3: (laughs) Do either of you have siblings? I have a sister. I have two sisters.
4: All right.
3: so I don't know if it's going to relate or not, but like, you know how like you talk, well, depending on how strong a relationship you have with your sisters, right? You may talk to family differently, more candidly or more to the point, right? Like, because they're family and, you, and some, some of the times you you may take it for granted, right? You'll say something, you're like, oh, they'll be fine. It's family and they're close enough. They'll forgive, right? Does that resonate at all? Absolutely. But if it does-
0: sure. Yeah,
3: definitely.
2: You're not on your best behavior because they're family. You don't need to be.
0: Right,
3: right, right. Yeah. Sometimes like, to a fault. <laughs> to a fault sometimes like I feel like our relationship is 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 um similar in that like I feel like I can just say whatever I want and I think that you have to be careful sometimes with that even you know with a spouse or with your significant other because you still want to have that um you you want to be able to say whatever you want but you want to still be able to do it like I don't care what they're about to think or say, right? Is that so so instead of treating her like a sister or brother where I'm like, oh, whatever, she'll just she'll absorb it and then forget about it or forgive it. Like you have to you have to be cognizant of who you're talking to.
1: Respectful,
3: respectful, cognizant of who you're talking to. And like, I think there's still some boundary with a spouse compared to like.
2: Yeah. Oh, I so agree. I could not agree more Mm -hmm. because it's not unconditional love.
0: It's a friend who's it's a friend and family. It's not someone you just got stuck with.
2: Yeah, and you can, you can swear to your mother or whatever, or you can treat your sister rudely or whatever, but they're always so they're still going to be family. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. really can drive someone away by not sort of tending to that relationship.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. There has to be a higher level of respect between spouses. It's interesting. And, That's and there a good is point. between family. I mean, it's kind of sad. I mean, you can treat your family kind of like shit, and they treat you like shit, and it's like, ah, oh, we're, we're fine. Hey,
3: we're working on things. We're working on that too. <laughs>
2: okay, do you want to ask your favorite question? My favorite
0: question. No. It was just a good segue, I thought earlier, but I wanted to know how you guys fight. What's your fighting style? He's Get- a
1: bull, and I'm like, um, <laughs> I don't
3: know what. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just be like, uh, so. so you know, we're in an argument, whatever. I'm like, all right, let's, you don't want, you don't want to keep talking about it? Like, you don't want to talk about it anymore? No, I don't want to talk about it. Well, it's not fine. It's not going to get, it's not going to get solved if we don't keep talking about it, right? Like I just like, Condescending,
1: kinda- which makes nice. it- worse. Oh.
0: Uh. <laughs> um, so, so <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um So, so what's the, like, okay, let's talk, like it's a bad fight. Do you go to bed angry? Is that something that's okay? Uh, Okay no, I, would, I would say
1: Chris is as he can be zero to 60 real fast over like something I'm like, dude, chill. But um, I'll say even if we do get into it, it's like he'll always come back around after he's like calmed down
4: and mm-hmm.
1: he'll say, I'm sorry usually because if if it depending on what it was about, but he's pretty good about like I think we're both just good on reflecting. And not holding on to things.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I That's take important. that. I guess I can hold on to little things and then out of nowhere I'll blow up and he hates that.
0: Inventory.
1: Uh, I well, the the ledger.
0: Ledger. It's the it's ledger. Keeping a we ledger. We spoke about the ledger. Yeah.
2: And we were talking actually, we were talking with a marriage and family therapist mar- fa- yeah. and she was. We were talking about how it's just key to keep a short one.
0: Some (laughs) people have like a, like a, it's like the dead sea scrolls ledger. It's like, Oh, well now that we're fighting.
2: (laughs) You know, usually I feel like it's the other way around. Like the woman is more like this bothers me in the moment. I'm going to say it right now. Right. And like, I don't know, maybe this is based on my own experience, but that's interesting. Des that you're the one that sort of files things away. And then you, it takes like suddenly a straw breaks the camel's back.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I I don't do good with like conflict in the moment because I am a thinker. So like, I have to be like, wait a second. Like what? Like why? Like what you said, like I have to kind of analyze it in my head and then come back with like how I feel about it.
3: Hmm. That's reasonable. Don't think I don't file things
1: away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's playing the long game. Wait till like 15 year mark. He's going to dump it on you.
1: Yeah, oh, you know what we there was a therapist who called it passing the salt where like like you're just so happy it happens to so many couples that probably you know all those instagram happy couples and then like 10 years down the road they just divorce out of nowhere it's like they're saying like honey will you pass me the salt and then someone just blows up and is like no i want a divorce you know
3: <laughs> something simple triggers yeah yeah
0: that totally makes sense. So, so generally speaking, you guys resolve conflict pretty quickly and peacefully is what I'm hearing.
1: Yes. I think with kids, the thing, the problem is that your day to day is just groundhog's day. And so, you know, we don't take, I I feel like maybe most parents, I mean, hopefully other parents can relate, but like, you don't take the time to talk about things because every day is just like a cycle and, you're busy and, like, I mean, put the kids to bed. It takes forever. And then by the time you're tired... You've got you to do a podcast. ...about something that bothered you, you don't. You just want to go to bed. Yeah.
2: That's a great segue into the kids thing because people were like, we want a couple with kids. People wanted a couple with kids. It's kind of amazing
0: just, we haven't had a couple I know. With I don't yet.
2: know how that cookie yeah. just sort of crumbled that way. Yeah. It just did. That really just adds a whole other dynamic. And it, it, it sounds like it does even end up affecting how you How you fight or how you even have these interactions, because I'm sure things seem sort of irrelevant or just not worth it,
1: yeah, I would say a lot of the things mm-hmm. t- to be honest, because it's like if you have a screaming kid or a screaming baby or or like you haven't gotten a full night's sleep in a year, like you're kind of just not worried about the little argument you had the night before, <laughs> you're like just tired. Maybe just someone's
3: tired. thinking about it. Well, but yeah, you're it's probably not,
1: thinking about it, but it's just,
3: <laughs> you're just less inclined to talk about it or, right. You know, that can be unhealthy. If you, if you start talking about, if you, have start, ledgers. <laughs> you know, thinking about what I'm saying, like, that could be unhealthy if you carry that on too long. So you do have to talk about mm-hmm. things and we do, but you can definitely get into the routine of the day of kids can be groundhog's day for sure. Yeah. You know, morning breakfast, get them out, get them back home, bath, mm-hmm. get them to bed. You're waxed. You're either going to work or you're going to try and find an hour or two to hang out. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Another thing too, with kids, um, I would say, especially for Chris, um, it was noticeable and he'll admit it, but you don't know how you're going to be as a parent until you're a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you have a crying baby that doesn't want to be soothed by anything that you're doing it's very frustrating and so and then it's it's frustrating on top of it's still crying the baby's still crying so it's you know it just causes so much tension if you um don't just like surrender to it and so the first few weeks of chris being a dad it was a rude awakening i feel like for you
3: yeah well i'm so you yeah so not just the first few weeks. It's still awakening. Um, sure. I mean, I would say that getting over the selfish part of, you know, I am what I want to do versus like what I should be doing. Right. Mm. I mean, that's just hard. I mean, when you're, when you go from doing whatever you want, going wherever you want, eating whatever you want drinking whatever you want to like having to think about like, all right, I have three glasses of wine or tonight. Mm. That's probably gonna put me over the edge and that's gonna suck in the morning, right? And I'm gonna be a dick. Mm-hmm. Possibly, maybe four. I don't know. But depends on how glass point. Anyways, but like my Yeah, I, I went from being more selfish to trying to tone that back.
1: Yeah, if it, well also he's sensitive, he's like sensitive to noises.
4: <laughs> oh no. So
1: having a baby didn't really help that. Um, and so his, it's just the quick, you know, so we both, I feel like babies and kids, um, when you're parenting, it can cause, um, like tension, I think so just day to day, but it's not like crazy tension where you can't get past it. It's really like the silly stuff. Like you didn't pack his diapers, you know, like Mm -hmm. that type of stuff, um, or like, or one parent. Usually the mom, I'd say, because we do know what's best for the children. No, um, but we typically are like on a schedule because we are either breastfeeding or we just know like what will work so that the baby sleeps at night or all of these things. And so if the dad or like if Chris would like take this is like in the beginning, second child, I was like, whatever, I don't care. (laughs) first It's like he would go out with his like he would take Asher with with him wherever, outing, maybe with his friends. And then, like, I'd be like, you need to be back by this time because he's going to be hungry, you know? And I need to, like, breastfeed or something. And then he'd be, like, an hour late. So it just causes that type of tension where you're just, like, annoyed more so than, like...
0: Was that a rude awakening? Like, were you guys... Was that a different dynamic you weren't used to? That kind of perpetual micro-irritation with your spouse
4: well yeah
3: from my perspective is like it's gonna be fine right like he's gonna be fine and there is so much to be said about routine with especially a young kid Mm. um baby right there's so much to be said about routine and it's important um it gets really it can get really annoying because it takes it changes your day-to-day life right like your friends that don't have kids and you want to hang out with them, right? So you, you figure it out. You bring your kid with, but they yeah. have to be eating at this time yeah. because mm-hmm.
1: we. I would they say we did that a really good job. We
3: did a good job. Yeah, yeah oh yeah. We, we I'd say we did a good job, like bringing our kid with us, like having our kid into
4: right?
1: our life rather mm-hmm. than just.
3: But we still revolving. stuck to a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we know people who literally shut it down for like two years.
1: Yeah. Like,
3: nope. Six ten two six. <laughs> Like, and yeah. we're not, and if you can come over, great. If you can't,
1: no, we t- no, would, we, we would let our kids like nap in the,
3: but it was definitely person. hard. I mean, there would be times hundred percent. She'd be like, you need to be home. And I'm like, we're checking out or like, <laughs> you know.
2: Okay. So on that topic, because a lot of people did, I, you know, I, I teased that we were having a couple with kids and like, do you have any specific questions around that topic? Again, this always does come back to your relationship. Yeah. So uh, how have kids improved your relationship And then in the ways in which it's become more challenging It's. I feel like you've sort of given us the more challenging bits
1: Yeah, we've given the more challenging But you know, there's something to be said Like when I get to watch him with the boys, you know It's like a different kind of love It's like a endearing and sweet I don't know, it's, it's really special Or when you see the kids and you're like Oh, that's Chris's trait or... Hmm he's totally Chris, you know? Yeah.
4: So that That's part cute. is
1: really fun. And I feel like that kind of brings you closer when you can, especially when you can, um, see your spouse or your child and not just as the grumpy old man he is, no, just but you can really be like, you know, I, I see these aspects of Asher and I'm like, huh, I want like Chris might think that way. So I need to be a little bit more Um, understanding or when he does this or you know I feel like there's certain things that you see that you maybe understand more about your spouse oh
3: yeah my example would be when interesting I mean even tonight right like we're we're trying the problem is the sun's up forever
4: yeah and like
3: we face west and the house is just light for way too long we can't darken the house so we literally put them in their rooms and close everything and it's like 7 30 and you're like just sleep." <laughs> it's nighttime
4: but-
0: <laughs> don't look at the light it's nighttime don't like, believe don't it
3: trust me but the sun's right there You yeah. see it <laughs> um but she's reading books we're all in the bedroom together but like both boys are like up with her snuggling with her right like those moments are super special um and and sometimes if you like just sit and take that in and like completely forget about work and your day and you appreciate um, how much like they love her and she loves them in that moment right mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah
4: like That's it's not sweet. about
1: oh no they're not gonna oh no they're up too late it's like it's just enjoying the moment I think being in the moment is hard as parents but the more we can do it the like softer we'll be like to each other you know,
2: would you say that having kids has actually made you be more in the moment, even though it is harder yeah, and more regulated? I would say so
1: because you don't take things for granted. Like we won't take a date night for granted anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if we get a night, we're like, all right, we got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it makes us more intentional with our time and how we're going to spend it as husband and wife. And then it's also like, I don't know. It makes you also talk more because you have to be on the same page with the kids too. So I feel like you do have to be talking more because you have to be communicating um,
3: Yeah, we about still, everything. Yeah. yeah, we definitely still, I mean, we're still working on that regularly, right? Yeah. Like she says something to the kids, I say something different. Uh, you know, you can't <laughs> say that because I just said this, right? Like that happens still yeah. regularly. And yeah.
2: I mean, that's a lovely answer. It is
0: lovely. Yeah, I've I've a weird I have a weird question, um for for you, Des. Yeah. Do you ever? No, actually, sorry, it's for Chris. <laughs> I just I was I was just it's late. I'm doing the math. I'm like, who was this question for? I figured it out. I'm really smart. So uh, okay, it's for you, <laughs> Chris. Do you ever get jealous of the love that Desiree gives the boys? Versus the love she gives you, or that she used to give you before you had kids. If I, I don't know if I phrased that right, but you, do you, uh, I guess. feel
2: like that's a classic single, or not a classic question that a person without kids would ask? Yes,
0: I, I know, but that's why I'm asking. I'm just curious for a guy, a friend. <laughs> no, no. Okay, that's not even a not no dynamic whatsoever there.
3: No. Well, I mean, one. I'm not the jealous type. I wasn't, and I'm still. He's not. never been. So I wasn't.
1: Sometimes I'm like get a little jealous.
3: Well, you know, <laughs> just, on the show, I wasn't jealous, and so maybe that is it. But I could, mm-hmm. but to answer your question, no, I don't see her treating the kids and um, think, gosh, I really wish she would. I think it's actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Put me to sleep at night. You know, honestly,
1: I think that question, though, can go the other way, too. Like, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: a lot of times, especially now, because our kids are so young, especially when they were younger, they, like, I would say from kids until they're like five, they're like mommy's boys, they're mommy's girls, because we nurture them, you know, like, and we're constantly the ones for comfort or but then dad is the one to play. So dad's like the best friend, but, um, so I think the other question you could ask is if like, if dads or um, if you would get jealous of the boy's attention being away from him and more on me, mm-hmm. So I feel like that was something that was new too. you. You would realize like, Oh, the, like with like soothing a newborn or soothing a baby in general, like typically the mom's going to be able to soothe because if they want like milk or they're just used to that warmth of the mom. Mm. And so it was hard because he couldn't really connect with the baby until they're like smiling at him or mm-hmm. saying daddy, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little bit harder. I think this is my perspective, but I feel like it would be harder for dads.
3: Mm. I'm going to add to that.
1: Yeah. Cause I'm speaking for you. Go for well
3: yeah it you know you can everything she said someone could relate to that right and like maybe feel a sense of jealousy or you can also realize that's your time to go work out go to the mountain <laughs> do things because you can't do yeah, anything you literally can't and, yeah. and that's where you're like i can cook you dinner i can make you breakfast i could uber eats right like i could f- fold clothes but like that, I can't do that. Right.
2: <laughs> that's yeah. where the thoughtfulness comes in.
1: The thoughtfulness comes in, but he he still has selfishness that he you know he'd rather be like golfing. I than, definitely
3: ski. Then he
1: skied. He a lot.
3: Yeah, probably about twenty times when our when Asher was one.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, nice. Season
4: one.
1: Yeah.
3: Skied a lot. Season I ski this last year.
1: Yeah. Golfed
3: mm. a lot, but I didn't ski once. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing. As moms, like the moment. I mean, I think I always knew it would be like this, but I don't think I knew how hard it would be. Like how much you sacrifice as a, as the woman, just because you carry the baby for nine months and then for three months, your body's recovering and the baby needs you constantly. And usually you're the one that has to wake up because if they need to feed and I mean, we have a two-year-old that still only wants me because he plays with my hair. I can't so put him down. So That's hard. actually
3: sad, yeah. I can't is that why remember.
1: you're
2: growing your beard, Chris?
3: <laughs> just like, just, will you just acknowledge me, Xander?
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah that, could be, that could be hard, certainly, for the mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. What would you say is the most unexpected change in your relationship after having kids?
3: I'd say maybe the lack of time you spend together, you know, but that could also, it depends on your f- family around you, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you've got parents who are just like, when can I watch your kid? Right. Mm-hmm. That might be a different answer. Mm-hmm. But I think the,
4: the majority probably.
3: Yeah. I think a lot of people, the lack of time that you're actually initially focusing on each other. Yeah.
1: That's why it's really important to find a sitter. Like, because we're near his parents, but they also run businesses. And so they're very, you know, driven um, in doing that. So they'll watch the boys, but.
3: Well, he also went through round one with my sister. Yeah, they they helped raise my sister's kids. So, like,
1: his mom has been around basically. The natural progression
3: (laughs) of us having kids is like, well, you're round two. Like, oh, yeah. And they still help. But I think the answer would be, in my opinion, would be yeah time. the time with each other at the beginning is something that you you don't expect yeah you can't appreciate yeah. until you you're in it
4: yeah Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: okay and it also stems from just being tired because um you didn't sleep the whole night before and then you finally get the baby down and you just want to
3: sleep it's a long game right now <laughs> hard down the road when they're you know Playing ball or, or piano or whatever, no, you're watching honestly, and you're like, yes.
1: Honestly, that's
3: even, the long game.
1: Well, <laughs> even in like a year, even in a year, it's gonna be great. Like, you know, we'll have even more time. Yeah. I, I, everything's in seasons. Mm-hmm. I just give season grace to know that. that. Yeah, I say that a lot because we're in a season. And so the moment that, I mean, they grow like weeds. So in a year, like, we'll probably have even more time together and then more time. And it's also how being intentional with that time. So like making that time mm-hmm. a priority. Yeah. I mean, it's the winter
3: answer. season. It's been the winter for a while. It's the
0: winter of your discontent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, I love that expression, Des. I, I do agree about the seasons thing. And I think it actually applies to just even your own chapters sure. in your life. Yeah. Is there something that you guys do to actively work on or maintain the health of your relationship especially with kids in the picture so is there like a reset button that you rely on
1: something that we can that we actively do to kind of now keep it together Why not? i was just say date nights but you do mean like a resource or a- oh a
2: reset button like just something you do to like just get on the same page or i mean and if if you don't have an answer it's totally it's totally fine i can ask the other question well i was
4: gonna i
0: was gonna ask um when you have, I want to know what your date nights are like. Is it like, are you like, just like raging or just like, it let's, was. let's just talk about like, okay, he's raging and you're, you're uh-huh. not, so he's just like wasted, like another thing. And you're like, uh, how is it different than bef- the before time? So to speak, like, it's, it's-,
1: limited. it's limited with the sitter. That's the part okay. that's the most is like, he, like. No, it's 3 hours. Yay. You know, like right. I want to like be able to like enjoy my time, you know. Yeah, let loose yeah, I still enjoy it obviously, but it's just different because when you don't, you know, when you don't have kids, you your time just, is whatever. whatever.
3: We'll sometimes be specific with like, "Hey, you know what? We want to do brunch and we don't want to get back until 4 or 3, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll leave and be a, in the middle of the day and we're just out doing things right like so a couple Saturdays ago we wanted to go try this new restaurant so we did brunch we walked to town we popped into a winery like you know what I mean so like we're we're more specific with our with the use of time but Mm -hmm. um uh, and then on the on the other side of that we would uh we've been in like chaos cuz where
1: we, we just go to the grocery move, store
3: yeah, on our date nights yeah. <laughs> we, we're like
4: you know what? We gotta Harvey, Harvey. No,
1: that was also wasn't that though because things were so things were closed and so we went on a date and then we still had like two hours. Uh, to we still had like an hour to go and nothing was open. We're like, we don't want to go home. So I was I like, shoot, home. I can go to Target.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, we've, we we don't have kids and we have dates like that. <laughs>
3: it's not bad. I mean... It's not bad
1: because a free time in Target, that's the dream. <laughs>
0: it is, uh, I'm glad someone said it. I mean, it's true. Hmm.
2: You know what that is? It's like in, you know, those... I don't know, us weekly magazines where it's like stars. They're just like us. Yeah, yeah. We just
0: like to spend our time in Target. Who doesn't?
2: <laughs> oh, okay, that's a good answer. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. This yes. is your razor night, right? We're giving it to you right here. You don't even know it, but you're partying tonight. This is going to keep going and going and going, and you're going to get wasted. This is this is a red herring. This is a lure. We're just trying to get you guys drunk.
2: Oh man. Nice. Okay. True or false? When you know, you know. Uh-uh.
3: True. Uh,
1: oh, I true. <laughs> sorry. So You're gonna, when, if you, sorry. If you delay the
0: answer, you got to explain.
1: Well, no, yourself. because yeah, yeah. I, I okay, but it was different. When you know, you know. Yes, but like. At
2: first sight, no. True or false, timing is everything.
1: Yes. True.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Opposites attract.
4: Mm.
3: True. Science.
2: (laughs) And absence makes the heart grow fonder.
3: Abstinence or absence?
0: (laughs) You can give an answer. Abstinence makes something else grow fonder. (laughs) Not the heart. Another organ.
2: Chris, true or false? Absence.
3: Absence makes <laughs> the heart true, and I can I can attest to that.
4: Why? Oh, <laughs> right, <sorry. laughs>
2: just no, in yeah. general.
3: <laughs> oh, no! I'll go on a, I'll go on a trip with the guys, and then after a while, you're like, "All right, I'm ready to get back." You
2: yeah. know? Oh,
3: that's nice. Maybe
0: maybe day. maybe your friends just suck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's a really that's really funny actually. <laughs> I'm going you know, to tell him that next time. Like, you suck because I want to go home right now. Yeah. It's day two of our four day trip.
2: <laughs> okay, and now it is time for the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay! <clears throat> <laughs> you guys were pretty funny. I mean, <laughs> we're all a little loopy and tired, but you guys were particularly funny writing your answers. A of,
4: no one will ever a know. a
2: heavy amount of snark. An unexpected amount of snark from this couple in general.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't expect that yes. snark.
2: I'm, en- it. I'm enjoying it. It's
0: level it's 10 love snark.
4: Love
2: but yeah, Desiree was extremely efficient and mm-hmm. confident. But then Was she, she, got little, she got a little shaky towards yeah, she, the end. towards
0: the end, she really broke broke down. Yeah, I
2: and Chris needed to be explained the game about three times. Yeah,
0: every <laughs> after every question, he he needed a refresh of the rules, which including is, totally on the fifth
2: it. question out of five.
0: Yes, that's correct.
2: Okay, question number one. Who should we start with?
0: Siegfried. Yeah.
2: All right, Chris. Who is your male celebrity crush? Ryan Reynolds, and who was the other one?
3: RDJ. Um, Robert Downey Jr.
1: Oh. <laughs> he even <he> gave him <laughs> money.
0: From- is, is this a long-running relationship you've had with RDJ? Have you because- seen Iron Man? <laughs> I, I I understand. I understand. Okay. All
2: right. Okay, so Desiree, let's see your answer and, and say it as well. Iron, Iron Man. Man. Oh, she got it. Ooh, Very wow. nice. Very nice. Des, you get a point. Yay! Yeah. All right, Des, it's your turn. Who is your female celebrity crush?
1: Oh, that was hard, but um, I had to say Margot Robbie. Ah.
2: Same yeah. Yeah,
3: you guys have the I same. I would have crush. said that
2: as well. I love her. I know. She's so Hi. beautiful and talented.
1: What did you say?
3: I I went vague with the uh, that show set in the 1920s. <laughs>
0: I think Margot Robbie did a show set in the 1920s. Bridgerton. <laughs>
3: really? Bridgerton.
1: Oh, Bridgerton.
0: Oh. Someone in there. Someone in Bridgerton. <laughs> and this, nice.
3: And just Johansson is just kind of a last resort. Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always a safety.
2: Yeah, a nice broad guess. But yeah. Yeah. You did not get that point. No. No. Nope. That's okay.
3: Nope. Good answers. But
2: no. <laughs> we we have faith in, that you're gonna you're gonna pick it up after this. All right. Yeah. Question number two, Chris.
3: Yes.
2: How do you take your potatoes, your eggs, and your coffee or tea?
3: Uh, my handwriting is with a children's whiteboard pen. So um, you I take already. my potatoes mashed. I take my eggs scrambled, and I take my coffee or tea no. black.
2: Respectable answers. That's
0: that's my that's kind of my answer. He likes some mushy food. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, Des. Did you get that M-
1: mashed? I'd put
3: poached oh that's true actually oh but she
1: got black she so she got you, got, three. you, got,
0: you got it you got it
3: Matched.
1: but he does like poached i do like poached,
3: better. actually yeah that's a. she knows me too well I, yeah I like, she
0: sure. knows you better totally. than you know you
4: yeah
3: we never make them but that's the only thing i order when we go out
2: yeah uh, des you are two for two so far very impressive oh andy you forgot to make no. your prediction.
0: I, I could say now what my prediction was going to be.
2: Okay, say what it was going to be.
0: I was going to say three to two, Des.
2: Hmm. Ooh.
0: But I don't. now I feel like a fraud, but now it's like, I, I don't know. Well, it could
2: still be that. Do you yeah. want to change your prediction? No,
0: I, I stand by. Three to two. Okay, three That's to two.
2: Very honest. <laughs> All right, Des. How do you take your potatoes, your eggs, and your coffee or tea?
1: Um, Mashed, scrambled, and with cream. Okay,
3: I was two for three. I said, yeah. I said in the oven, <laughs> where you kind of like, you know, what? square them.
0: Oh,
1: what? what? Oh, like a breakfast uh, potato thingy. Oh, oh, you mean like scallops? Oh, you mean just roasted? You know, like roasted. roasted. Yeah, it's like breakfast.
2: breakfast potato. Yeah, I know what you mean. What, home it, home it, fries. It, I did okay, say
3: scrambled, food? and then I did say both coffee and tea with cream. Very mm-hmm. nice. Ooh, very very nice.
2: good. Very nice. All right. Redeeming himself. Good. Question number three. Chris, what was your first ever job?
3: I worked at this uh, electrical company as a shop hand, not an electrician. So I just <laughs> like sweep the floors and <laughs> clean the trucks. Okay It's reasonable Um, But
1: what's the other job Or
3: Landscaping at Evergreen
1: Oh I didn't get it
3: Which is Or landscaping at Evergreen Which is a local company From McMinnville That I The town I grew up in
1: I put build condos Because he helped his brother So But I guess that wasn't Your first job Okay I
2: was I mean a good guess Yeah Good guess I
1: mean he did do that But it was just I remember my first job
4: (laughs) No
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, Dez, you're up. What was your first ever job?
1: I was a hostess at outback steakhouse.
0: Oh, nice yes. that's a good first job <laughs> excellent and and i and i by the way, I stand by outback the best chain restaurant there yeah. has ever been yes,
1: those the bloom and onion mm, oh, everything.
0: Good. it's just almost like a steakhouse. It's almost a steakhouse.
3: I put. Texas Roadhouse.
0: Oh, that's okay. Uh, can, but did you say hostess? I
3: put, I put waitress at Texas Roadhouse.
0: I, I survey says no. no. Wait,
2: if you had said hostess, we would have given it to you.
0: No, if you had said outback, we would have given it to you.
2: But yeah, if, had you said waitress at Outback or hostess. If he
0: had said the right thing and we would have given it. To you. Yeah, that's how it would have worked.
2: Sorry, Chris. <laughs> wait, Sorry.
3: Wait, let's just confirm. Did you or did you not bring bread to the tables? <laughs> Not a waitress.
0: No. <laughs> no,
3: that's what you call misremembering. Because I totally remembered a little bit of it, but not
0: all of it. Oh yeah, you were you were in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yes. You get you get brownie points, but you don't get newlywed game points.
2: No, uh-huh. I, they're actually getting eerily close to your prediction at this point. Well, you know, I have a good track record.
3: I was <laughs> so confident with my answer on that one.
2: Texas. I know he was like Texas,
3: Texas, put it up for Texas Roadhouse. I <laughs> Love <God>. Texas Roadhouse. <laughs>
2: All right, question four, back. Chris. You're stranded on a desert island and you can only take three things. What do you take?
3: I'm going to take my coffee and a cell phone.
0: I respect what? both of those answers.
2: And wait, what? you're you're not going to take those th-
0: answers? Uh, sorry, yeah.
2: But you're not going to take three things?
0: No, wait. he's so confident <laughs> in cell phone and coffee that he just doesn't need anything else. Wait, what did
4: <laughs> you? <play? laughs> Your cell phone and <laughs> coffee.
0: Yeah, he's such a badass. He's like, I'm going to Des. Oh, I can get three things. Nah, just coffee and cell phone.
4: You didn't even put three
2: things.
0: <laughs> no, he's, he's. That's the kind of guy. He's a tough guy. Well,
2: you made Des's job harder. Then Des, you need to get one of those two.
1: No, well, he, I, I put what he would really take. <laughs> um, oh dear. He would take wine, his computer, and a golf club.
0: Does he get golf balls with the club? I guess so. Is he just hitting coconuts around? Like, what's going on
1: there? <laughs> um, I guess a golf club with some golf balls.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's two things. Oh, I, sorry. I think, I think. Computer yeah. is
1: like cell phone. It's close.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah so that's close. actually really funny. Yeah, computer golf is. is no golf.
0: <laughs> yeah, just a golf club to smack trees with. <laughs> so to, 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 uh,
4: oh, that yeah. actually act, it might bad.
0: be pretty satisfying to have on a desert island when you're really pissed off just whacking things with a golf club why
3: didn't i bring golf balls <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: that, it's actually torture to be on a desert island with a golf club and no balls
3: chris you kind
2: of sabotaged des with that one yeah
0: it yeah,
1: wasn't
0: very nice yeah. no
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right des you're stranded on a desert island
0: oh quick, can... quick question sorry well you can start again how how what f- how are you bringing coffee? Like how is that working? I know you have to brew it. Yeah, you have to bring. I just realized that that's not an acceptable answer because <laughs> you would have to bring a coffee machine. You'd have to have a water distillation machine. You'd have to have coffee beans and a grinder, and cups. Yeah, it's it's not working for me. It's not working. Even though it's uh, even though it's such a good answer, like I'm like, of course you want coffee on a desert island. It's so important. But, but why?
1: It's so hot, and coffee's so hot.
4: You're
3: assuming yep. this island is in
0: the tropics. <laughs> He's on an Arctic island. It's an Aleutian island.
2: Des, you are stranded on a desert island and can only take three things. What do you take?
1: I'm going to take a sketch pad, some wine, and my Bible. That. Okay.
2: Okay, she took advantage of Those all three Those are realistic stuff. things.
0: Yeah, to
1: very you. realistic <laughs> things.
0: One bottle of wine. <laughs> Or are you taking a crate of wine? You got to take like at least a crate. Really hard time
1: because I'm fairly. I'm. I honestly could live with nothing and be totally
0: fine. We'll see after a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs>
1: All
2: right, Chris. Did you get that?
3: I put Bible and sewing kit. Oh, sewing kit.
0: He got are gonna, Bible. Are we gonna give that to him?
2: He got Bible. Oh, we got, got one. Just, yeah. yeah, you just no. need one.
0: You got it, man.
2: But yeah, Chris seemed to really think that we said two items. <laughs>
0: He's so confident. He just doesn't even need the third one. Yeah.
1: And then he got he was done so fast and was so proud of himself and he didn't even do a third one.
2: There was a lot of like bravado. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: and then then in
3: 5 and 2. I mean, and then he threw 3 at me. I don't know.
2: <laughs> All right. 2-2. Two, two. Tiebreaker. This is the big. Is this the last question? Yeah, last question. Chris, if you could have Dez's blank, what would it be?
3: Um, you know, there's there's going to be a synonym for this. <laughs> but her 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 calmness.
2: Oh. Can't you just say her calm? Tranquility. Her tranquility.
4: Tranquility. tranquility. Oh, yeah. That's
1: a good one. I put calmness
3: too. <laughs> so
4: wow. Oh, whoa, that's weird. weird.
2: Damn. That was really impressive. You, okay.
3: Her, I thought that. Yeah. Wow just like so uh, not only are we both on the same page we're both illiterate
0: <laughs> i mean
1: calmness works you could have
0: said comedy calm-ity. That, calmity that would have been <laughs> illiterate. i think
1: calmness is a word you're just it making is.
3: words over there
0: i think calmness calm might be one of those words like sheep like a sheep is a sheep and sheep or sheep <laughs> it's like calm and calm is both the singular and yes. being okay
2: Cleaner. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Deep breath. All, right, yeah, All right. Des, final question. If you could have Chris's blank, what would it be?
1: I just put detail <laughs> De-
2: <laughs> <laughs> De- <laughs> De- oriented. Ness. We'll just add Ness to the end of everything. <laughs> okay. Chris, did <laughs> you get
3: that? I put type A. So,
2: I mean, that goes.
0: Type A? Are all
2: type A people detail oriented?
0: I think our survey is gonna reject that. I'm sorry, our survey has rejected
2: that. Uh, Dang it. Which means, Andy, your prediction was right. Des you are the winner of the dear Shandy Newlyweds game. <laughs> <Wait. The sky.
4: laughs>
2: he was fully celebrated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh dear! Yeah.
2: he had two arms up in the air, <laughs> so stoked. Wasn't tied.
0: Wasn't
2: you you did not now. get that point at the I'm end. Sorry, I'm sorry.
0: But we do have some very nice consolation prizes. Wait,
2: wait, wait! Here. What? What? Which question are you confused about?
0: Yeah, which one?
3: Were we tied going into the last game? No. Yeah, but then, but then she
2: got. You sang calmness, but then you didn't get her saying detail orientedness.
0: Mm. <laughs>
3: what you're saying is you're explaining the rules on question five again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this will be the second.
2: The, the game is a little flawed. I'm not gonna it's lie. It's a little flawed. It's a little flawed. It's not super clear.
0: Yeah.
4: He was celebrating. <laughs> so excited.
0: Yeah. I would say.
2: You know, my favorite part is he was celebrating that hard for a tie. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was, a, it was doubly insulting embarrassment. It wasn't even a win. No, no.
2: All right. Des, you are the winner. Congratulations. Yes, <laughs> Yay, me too. And Andy, you're also the winner because your prediction was right.
0: Yes.
4: That Dan. is amazing. <laughs>
0: I know you guys. I know you. I, that. I know that you're 50% more into him than he's into you. <laughs> Just kidding. That's ah, true. <laughs>
2: You guys, thank you so much for spending your Thursday night with us. I know you're tired. We're definitely tired, but that was actually really fun.
4: No, was good.
1: Fun. Thank you so much for having us.
2: <laughs> you guys were fantastic. I had like so much fun. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was
0: great. I just, I don't know where I am right now, but it was fun.
2: <laughs> My favorite part was Chris's celebration.
0: Was like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. What exactly were you, you were celebrating a tie. You really, that was it. You were ready for it.
1: I think he thought we were going into a tie, and then he broke the tie
0: with
1: that
3: last Oh, one. that's even that's, more embarrassing. <laughs> even more embarrassing. That's exactly what I thought.
2: We are going to set you free. Go to bed. Thank you for joining us. Thank, Thank
4: you, you, guys. Seriously, really, Bye. it was great. <laughs>
0: Bye.
2: Ooh, oh my gosh, they were so uh, funny.
0: Sorry, I'm just enjoying my ear feeling now. That was good.
2: Well, they were hilarious. Hilarious.
0: <laughs> it's good. we should do more like loopy late night <laughs> podcasts.
2: Yeah, maybe that's the conclusion.
0: Or maybe not. Maybe we'll watch this and be like, oh, geez, <laughs> this is not a good move. It's
2: fully possible we're going to watch this and be like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. We I have never- to like call
0: them and be like, I'm really sorry, but we're not airing this. This is <laughs> a disaster.
2: <laughs> they were cute.
0: Yeah, they were Talk good. Talk
2: about a different vibe when a couple has kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, it was yeah. funny how it's like they're past the point where it's like I love this about you. I it's just like they are teammates.
0: Yeah, they're. It's like tight. It's yes, like a, mm, they're like yeah, yeah. I remember business. my
2: first impression. Yeah, like I love you, but like it's about like yeah. we're in this. Yeah,
0: it got elevated
2: in a way. It uh, it felt more rooted.
0: Yeah, there's like a really there. The stakes have been raised.
2: They're normal.
0: How normal normal. are they? Super normal. Noticeably in a good way. Yes. Yeah.
2: So, fun fact: when I applied for the Bachelor, it was because I thought he was going to be the Bachelor.
0: Wow! Isn't that weird? Wow. It's like,
2: it's just so bizarre how things turn out. This is
0: like an alternate universe outcome.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah. You could have
0: easily been on the other side and I could have been doing a podcast. I mean, that's doubtful.
2: But yeah, because Reality Steve actually got the spoilers for her season wrong. So everyone thought she would pick Brooks. So when that's really like that moment where you apply for the show when it was like down to her final three or four or whatever. And they asked me, who would you want to be the bachelor or who, you know, who are you sort of? Hoping as the bachelor, mm. and I said Chris, and so it's just sort of funny how. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Imagine that.
2: I mean, we didn't think in a million years Juan Pablo was going to be the one. Yeah, for him. he was
0: a real dark horse. I mean, he came. He came in like seventh, right?
2: Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But the person that I had a crush on based on her season was actually Chris. Interesting. I feel weird saying that now, but yeah, that was the th- back in 2013. That's what happened.
0: Wow. Now I have to challenge him to a duel. <laughs> Hmm. that's neat yeah neat
4: tidbit
2: all right i think we can wrap there Mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of dear shandy if you liked what you heard today you can keep us in business by liking subscribing hitting the notification bell following us on instagram uh leaving itunes ratings Mm -hmm. and reviews and all the things you would do to support (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know what this was like. Yeah. If you want to keep hearing a bunch of loopy people talking at 1.30 in the morning, then keep, keep keep listening to Dear
4: Shandy. Yeah.
2: And on that note, I think that's it for it's, this love it's fest. It's bedtime. It is all right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. Mm-hmm.